fucking out of here unless we work together. I'm the one they should be scared of. Because I'm Harley freaking Quinn. Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. Rated R. And we're back. All right. Welcome to the Mad Dad Movie Review, a podcast full of first-time movie reviews starring Mads and her dad. I'm Mads. And I'm the dad, and this is Mad Dad Movie Movie. Review. (laughs) Yeah. So how you doing, kid? Good. How was your week? Good. Remember when you're shaking your head, people listening, it's a podcast, they, they, they can't hear that, so, <laughs> shaking your head up and down, all around, well, I just want to let the viewers know that they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite podcasts. We're at Facebook.com slash Review. We're on Instagram at Mad Dad Movie Review, and we are coming soon to Twitter. I can pretty much guarantee our handle is going to be the same, Mad Dad Movie Review. But as of this recording, I have not set that up yet because I am personally not a Twitter guy, but for the podcast, you know, for the, for, for the podcast, you know, you know, you know. Uh, leave us a message, or you can email us at maddadmoviereview at gmail.com. Also, if you can, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. We'd appreciate it a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. I know Mads would appreciate it. She's just glooming with appreciation right now. Words, use them, say anything, anything, please. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I went back and listened to the last podcast, uh, on The Shining, which for the record was great, and I, I really enjoyed it. I've actually listened to it twice since last week, I'm not gonna lie. I think you were great. I've had a couple of people actually tell me, you know, how insightful you looked and sounded and not looked but sounded and you know you they were like me kind of like taken back at the questions you were asking and the things you were noticing watching the shining because it's the shining you know so good on that uh let's get down to the nitty-gritty shall we so let's get down to the nitty-gritty so this is Birds of Prey were we watched. Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Released February 7th, 2020 by Warner Brothers. It opened up at number one with $33 million. Number one against Bad Boys for Life, 1917, Doolittle, and Jumanji, The Next Level. Doolittle. Check that one out yet? No. Yeah. You a big Doolittle fan? Yeah. Uh, all right. So this had a budget of uh, between eighty-two to one hundred million dollars. It grossed a total of two hundred and one point nine million. 
that's broken out 84.2 million domestic 117.7 million foreign um all in all either this movie broke even or underperformed a little bit overall it was it was an underwhelming performance um mainly because this movie unfortunately was one of many that got affected with the COVID-19 and I mean it had a few weeks it had legs I I strongly think that it could have made much more money had it been released a little bit longer I mean I think it didn't even get released outright and there were still some countries and territories that still had to were still was uh, waiting for a release so um, it's unfortunate because I'm a big fan of this movie to be honest um, so directed by Kathy Ann produced by Margot Robbie Brian uh, Unkless and Sue Kroll I hope I pronounced that name right written for the screen by Christina Hodgson music by Daniel Pemberton cinematography by Matthew Libatique and stars Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress, Journey Smollett Bell as Black Canary, Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya, Chris Messina as Victor Zaz, Ella J. Basco as Cassandra Kane, and Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis Black Mask. Wasn't he in Doctor Sleep? Yeah, he was Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been around he's been around for a while. Um actually have just recently picked up on Criterion one of his first movies uh, Shallow Grave and that came out in 94 I want to say yeah 94 so he's been around for a while Um, first impressions what'd you think I mean I know (laughs) again first impressions I mean usually we watch movies for your first time but this one you requested, and we actually did see it in the theaters, so it wasn't quite your first time, but it was... Well, go back to your first time. What'd you think? Walking out of the theater, what was in Madeline's mind? I liked it. I liked how it wasn't... Because usually Harley Quinn movies are towards other people instead of just Harley Quinn. This one was towards Harley Quinn the most. Which, Which is funny saying that, because it's marketed entitled birds of prey which but at the end you find out who the birds of prey are you don't exactly there's no birds of prey i mean hell the huntress like the second biggest character of the group is barely even in the first half she's in one scene that's it you know and you know she pops up a lot more in the second half but yeah going into what you were saying absolutely um this 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 is definitely a harley quinn movie Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Anything else? Thoughts, opinions? I liked it. I liked the storyline. I liked how it was about Harley Quinn having to find a diamond and then saving a kid, and you wouldn't expect her to do that. Yeah, a lot of things happen in this. So, why did I love this movie? Because, like I mentioned before, this was my fourth time watching it. So, gotta be a reason for that it's only been out for hell what six seven months i mean this movie's awesome so why do i love it all right here's why i love it because i always have a legit blast watching it 
I love this movie because it's full of energy that makes it one of my favorite recent films to watch, thanks to its cranked visuals and excellent action sequences. I love it because it's legitimately funny, but the comedy itself doesn't overstay its welcome. I love it because Drunk Harley Quinn is a mess and a blast to watch. Uh, I love it because the jail breakout scene is my favorite sequence of the entire year so far. I don't think it's going to be pro beat that. That's just an awesome sequence left and right. Um, <clears throat> I love this film because the colors and visual effects and how they actually work for this movie. It, it just all goes together. It just ties in very well. Um, usually I'm not movies that are like look like they're compromised on like a computer screen and, and whatnot for like the majority of it like the, the look and sound and not sound but that the look and surrounding visuals and whatnot like 300 was like i think that whole movie was filmed and like behind a, on a green screen you could tell this movie had a lot of that going for it um especially a lot of the set pieces but it still worked for me it really did um the stuff looked great overall. It, it went together. All in all, the way this movie came out was I was it exceeded my expectations. Not that I had very high ones, but you know we'll get we'll get more into that as we go on this this episode. So, um, yeah, this is a big one here. I I love this movie because it took serious risks getting released due to Hollywood's never-ending sexism and the backlash that. The Suicide Squad received four years back. Um, not that Suicide Squad was a financial mess, but it was not well liked. <laughs> um, I mean, say what you want about the movie. I'm not really a fan myself. I remember when you and I saw it, I walked out to say mm, it was fine, but I, I don't even think I've actually watched it start to finish since. Have you? Um, I'm pretty sure I have, but it hasn't been recent. Right. <clears throat> if you had to go between, if you had to pick between Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, what's your money on? Birds of Prey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. People want to see Suicide Squad to see the Joker, and he was only in one scene, and then you just don't see him out of the rest. Yeah, 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 Joker. Um. That's that. That's another thing that turned me off of that movie. I'm not really. The, I'm not. I'm not a big Jared Leto Joker fan. But mm-hmm. to each their own, right? That's you know. It's it. Movies are subjective, and I just don't personally find him very appealing. Uh, I love this movie because the soundtrack is dope as hell. I love this movie because it knows what it wants. It knows what it wants to be. I love it because the rhythm and flow of the film makes it highly rewatchable. And finally, I love this movie because of two words, Margot Robbie. So, that's what I thought and why I love it. Let's take a look at what the critics thought and go over to the critics corner. So, this film, Birds of Prey, it's got a Rotten Tomato score of 78%. 
Metacritic score of 60 uh, out of 90 out of 59 reviews. It's got a meta score of 60. It's got a cinema score of a B plus, and it's got a letterbox average score of 3.3 out of five. So it's 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 good. It's it's got some high praise so far based on these numbers. Um, and again, like Rotten Tomatoes, I mean the 70. percent This was critic rating. I'm not. This isn't. The, the audience, the other audiences and everyone else, what they thought, the general consensus, this is not that. This is what, you know, critics, this is their corner, their say. Um, Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times, he gave this three and a half out of four stars. He said, Ruby turns in a much richer and funnier and layered performance as Harley this time around. Thanks in large part to the stiletto-sharp screenplay by Christina Hodson. Uh, Joe Morgenstern from Wall Street Journal stated, Much of this R-rated movie is chaotic, yet it's a richly hued, madly inventive, gleefully violent, and happily slapdash contraption with a formidable female at its center. Matthew Matthew Monagle Sorry, Matthew, if you're even listening. Doubt it. Of the Austin Chronicle, gave this thing four out of five stars and said that Yan and Robbie lean into both sides of Quinn's personality throughout the film. This allow Bird, this allows Birds of Prey to learn every bit of its earn every bit of its R rating while still feeling like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they all were so positive. So in a skating review. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote, Birds of Prey is more than horrible. It should not exist. Money should never have been raised for it. The screenplay should have never been filmed. Margot Robbie shouldn't have ever produced it. She she certainly shouldn't have starred in it. Okay. Um, What are your thoughts on that? That makes no sense because... Margot has been playing Harley um, for a long time now. And yeah. all of a sudden, he doesn't want her to be in it. And No, that wouldn't make sense. Because they made so many um, movies about the Joker and just be- it being about him. Why can't they make one about Harley? What's the difference? I just think that makes a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly doesn't know what he's talking about, but... <laughs> Whatever. Um, Madeline, ask me anything. What are your questions for me about this film? I had one question because the movie really stands out. Like, it answers their questions. Okay. But my only question is, like, why is Dino working for Roman? Because I don't... Do they even tell you that in the movie? Or did I not catch up? Because what happens, it's it, it all goes and it ties into the uh, when she leaves work and um, Harley is passed out, not passed out, but she's all messed up in the alleyway, and the guy is like hovering all over her and telling um, Dinah, Dinah, Dina that we're good here, and you know that scene when she rescues Harley Quinn, basically she like backs up, she sees in the rearview mirror the the van backing up. 
and she's like, oh man, she gets out. She basically rescues Harley Quinn and, um, yeah. and Roman sees that from his window. So he cues us to, uh, bring pretty much bring her on board as, as the new driver. Cause Harley breaks his first driver's legs. Like the, the start of the nightclub scene, like the mm-hmm. first thing she does basically is jumps up and breaks his leg after he tells her to stand, sit down. So let's go into our notes. Um, you want you start it off? What do you have in your notes for this movie? Oh, I, I got a, I got a I got a bunch of notes I wrote down. Yeah, I had like scenes that should be brought up, but like the only thing that I just really just pointed out was Harley can do quick shoe changes <laughs> and costume changes apparently, <laughs> and it's even brought up at the end. Someone mentions it. I forgot which one, but someone says, "Man, that was quick." Yeah, because at the end of the movie. It's what came to me was because when they were at the end of the movie, it was nighttime when Rome died and all that. And then mm-hmm. Harley's won some tacos, and when they're at the place, all of a sudden it's daytime. And <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that happens often in movies like this, the, the, the day night transition, like awfully quick. It's like one thing. Remember a couple weeks back when we watched Halloween H2O? In the beginning, when the nurse sends her neighbor Jimmy into the house, and it's like dusk, but it's not fully dark, and he's only in there for like not even five minutes, and he comes out, and like the sun's completely gone, like the sun like just beelined out of town within that five minute span. Remember that? Yeah, that happens that- often in movies. It's like it, it just I don't know. I, I can't stand it personally, but hey, I've accepted it. It happens. Yeah, but at the end, when um they went to steal Dina's car. <laughs> they both, um, Cassandra and um, Harley, both have a whole nother style. Their hair's different. Their makeup's different. Their clothes are different. And all you of a sudden, you're referring to the very end when they all go for. Uh, don't they go eat? Yeah, when they go out to eat, she st- they're all in the same clothes. But when okay. she so the car, all of a sudden, Bruce is for her um hyena. And oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. That, that My apologies to you and to people listening. That's rude and people frown upon that. So, um, sorry. Random thought at the moment. So, go. All right. So, that's uh, any, any, I got my notes here. I mean, I just went down. I just wrote, it's pretty much thinking out loud here. Like, my first note is this opening animation is great. Because the first two and a half minutes, you get that the introductory opening narration, and it's very colorful, very, it's good. It's 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 just I don't think it's a funny, you know, unique, fitting way to start a Harley Quinn movie. Because mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what anyone says. This is a Harley Quinn movie. Like that, that Birds of Prey stuff. Just I mean, when I post this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the new title Harley Quinn colon birds of prey that's what it is right when you agree yeah and that's when they bring up their the birds of prey but it harley quinn's not even in that group so in fact they're exactly in fact birds of prey you always see them i i i I hit pause before the 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 end scene started the final act like i think it's 23 minutes of total screen time i think that's what it was or, or about that that's it. And it's almost a two-hour movie. I mean, it's it's like an hour and 48 minutes, I believe, was the time on the the, the Blu-ray player. 
But uh, all met up at the end of the movie. They so like that wouldn't exactly. But whatever. Like like I said, I mean that's why they went back Warner Brothers and <laughs> this never happened. But they changed the movie after it was already in theaters. Well, while it was in theaters, like they went back a week after it was already out and was just like. Yeah, we gotta recall. We gotta call this something else. Um, and then I have one here, Killer Soundtrack. Like I mentioned, I, lo- I love the soundtrack to this. Uh, and I wish we got more roller derby. Yeah, I do. I really wish we got more of the the roller derby stuff with Harley Quinn in the beginning. It was uh-huh. fun. Don't you agree? Yeah, I want to know more about what was going on after she broke up with the Joker instead of just seeing some scenes of seeing what's going on. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then I have um, I'm I'm glad this film is Jokerless. Mm-hmm. There's like minus you see like his backside in one part, but you know after that it's it's nothing else. Like there's no Joker. Thank God. Not even like a little post. It's like a little stinger at the end of it. What? Nothing. He's in one scene. I just said his backside. Besides that. I- like, there's no Joker in this. Thank God. Like, you hear him talking or doing any of that. You hear him laughing, but... Yes, yeah, it's the, the scene where he's tattooing the, the guys, because the guy spots um, Harley, and he's got the messed up face, you know, and it shows how he got it. And it was uh, her sitting next to him with Joker on top, tattooing his face, and then you just see the Joker's backside, and then, like, it cuts, like, a bunch of ha-has on the screen before it fading to black. That was the scene. So anyway, um, I really, 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 really dig the entire nightclub scene in the opening with the sped up various drunken Harley Quinn moments in the same shot. Like, it's just a fun, wild, like, it's not my most rewatchable scene, but it's, it's, it's up there. Like, that whole scene's just fun. Um. I got a bunch of other stuff like Rosie Perez, welcome back, we've missed you. Uh, you and McGregor is perfect in this. Uh, I think this is my favorite line in the whole movie when he goes, Is that a snot bubble? Oh, I've changed my mind. Peel it off. Like, I love that scene. It's as funny as hell when he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, Harley's, opening, uh, Harley's voiceover narration actually works with this that's something else i'm personally not a fan of is films where like they have someone openly narrating for you to tell you what's going on in the movie like you're like the director expects the audience to be stupid and they actually have to have someone like this person is opening the door (laughs) you know not not like that literally but like it's almost like that in some movies like this movie actually i didn't mind it. it it worked for me it was her story she was telling and go for you um but i don't want to make this a, an entire love fest because this film is by mean by all means not perfect um my biggest gripe with this movie has to be i don't like it's the, the use of time in this it's all over the place if it's done smart it can be effective like pulp fiction something like that where the narratives all over the place that movie works they should have stuck to like one topic i mean they did but in the beginning they were all over the place and then they made her restart this whole story and 
Yeah, it's it's not till halfway through where the movie gets on track, and it's just it's just a, a straightforward movie. But before that, the first half of the movie, oh my god, it's all over the place. You know, it's all it starts with one of those like you're probably wondering how I got here situations, and like, and it's just it's everywhere. It's it's I don't you know she goes into the police station, you know, and it's like hold up, we got to figure out how we got here. It's like. No, we don't. You had your time to do that. Why didn't you do it when you had the shot? Now we got to go back and. Uh. Making the story longer and it's making the whole movie longer and. You're cheating, Kathy. You're cheating. <laughs> um. And I just have like notes, like just notations, rather than you know, like I have like. Quinn breaking the fourth wall on the roof at the 16-minute mark. Joker back up. There it is. Joker back, side's body at the 17-minute mark. Tattooing the guy's face. Um, code encrypted diamonds? That as a MacGuffin? Um, new and clever. Um, like, a lot of this film. Just new and clever. Did you pick up on that while you're out to the diamond? Like it's like it's it was in, the diamonds encrypted with a code to that 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 family like their oh. money and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that. And a little little small detail within the narrative that I I found just hey, it's the 21st century MacGuffin. I dig it. Um. And then, yeah, this Harley Quinn jail rescue scene, one of my favorites. Um, yeah, and Ewan McGregor also making the big deal about the crossbow killer is great. He's like, why don't I own a crossbow guy? I mean, I like crossbows. <laughs> Just so over the top, man. I love Ewan McGregor in this. Um, misleading title. Uh, oh, yeah, and the do you know who I am part with the... Uh, 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 oh my god what's her face uh, Huntress Huntress uh, the, yeah sorry that had a brain fart the, do you know who I am do you know who I am do you know who I am that, that seems just funny was there anything that didn't work for you no not really I'm I mean, like I said, this is not a perfect movie. I'm not trying to turn this into like a mm-hmm. birds and bashing part, but I wish we saw more of Bruce. To be honest, her hyena. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. He was in it. It's like, what was the point of getting a hyena if he's not going to be in the movie? So, do you know who Bruce is named it, after? Do you know who Bruce is named after? Yeah, um, Batman. <laughs> okay. I mean, obviously, but you know, you know, you know. Um, and then to wrap up my notes here, I got uh the bit with the tranquilized drug, tranquilized Quinn stabbing dead Zaz is killing me every time. It's hilarious. Harley um, stabbing. Huh? Harley stabbing Victor. Yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah, exactly. She's just in there, like all like. Fighting off, like just being tranquilized, and she's just eh, 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 
like the jabs at him. It's it's, it's great. I crack up every time. Um, and then let me see here. Da, 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 da. This is it. I'm almost finished, and the Harley Quinn character hasn't annoyed me once like she did in Suicide Squad. So, bravo to her. I mean, it's a different Harley Quinn character in this movie. It really is. I like how, yeah, I like how they changed her personality up a little bit. They're really showing how she went through this breakup. And, um, yeah, she's all alone. And then she tells you in the beginning that all of her, all of Joker's master plans were mainly her idea. And he took the spotlight. They tell people of the breakup because (laughs) she's a sitting duck without him. Yeah, and that confused me. It's like, I'm over here, like, you're not scared of Harley when Harley's doing everything and she's going through Gotham and he's just sitting there and he's not doing anything in the movie. Like, you don't hear him get brought up like he's doing anything bad. He's just, it's like he's just chilling at home and stuff. Hey, maybe he was busy. Maybe he was (laughs) fighting the Batman. Um, uh, speaking of Gotham, I like how Gotham City in this movie is just a backdrop and not made into a big deal like in most DC movies, like Batman related. It's just an average city in this. Like, you know, the Gotham City and like Batman movies and stuff, it's like, it's the city itself is a character. It's, it's like its own character. In this, it's just like, it's just your average city. It could pass for like the same Gotham that was in Joker from last year which by the way i'm kind of having a tough time tossing up which one i like which which one is my favorite dc movie is it joker or is it this because 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 they're they're both i gotta say gotta say they're they're just excellent films they really are i have nothing but great things to say about joker and birds of prey other dc films not so much, although I do love me some Batman vs. Superman. Um, although I do deserve, uh, I do owe myself a rewatch of that movie. It has been quite some time. But just overall, um, DC is kind of on a roll right now for the last two movies. And did you see that trailer for um, Justice League yesterday? The new one with Harley Quinn? The look in your face right now is what there's a Harley Quinn trip, there's a suicide squad. Well, yeah, yesterday was um I know there was a second DC suit. had an event and they 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 debuted trailers for like all their upcoming movies and stuff. Like they have the new Justice League Snyder cut, they had the trailer for that. They had the new Wonder Woman eighty four trailer, they had the new um Batman trailer last night. That was a big one, that even surprised me. Because I wasn't expecting to, to even see that. That's why I was surprised. And then they had The Suicide Squad, which is coming out next August. And Harley Quinn's in that movie, too. Yeah. So, I that there was a teaser. There was a teaser for that that they showed last night. So if you haven't seen it yet, when we wrap this up, you know, check that out. Because mm-hmm. it's, uh, looks, hey, John Cena's in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Yes, Cena's in the yeah, Suicide he, Squad, yes. Isn't he, like, a brother of somebody or something like that? Or is that uh, a whole... His, he's kind of like the Captain America-esque 
member of the group. I forget, I don't really know his name because this movie, I will give James, because the director of the Suicide Squad is James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So it's going to be kind of like those movies um, in tone and whatnot. Um, I know he's going for like an old, older, grittier 70s, 80s action flick, like your uh, A team kind of feel for this movie. And uh, a couple of characters from the Suicide Squad are coming back, but it's primarily a whole new group. And uh, yeah, Cena's in it. And I'm not going to lie, they're all, most of them are obscure characters that like the hardcore people really know. And I'm just a casual guy when it comes to DC, just comic books in general. I don't want to make it sound like I'm this or that, because I'm really not. Um, I just have a better time with Marvel. I think Marvel's the, the, the much better company of the two when it comes to the movies. Um, so yeah, Madeline Ryan, who would you recommend this to? Any DC Harley Quinn fan? I would recommend this to people who don't give DC films a chance, a.k.a. the Marvel fanboys. I really think that if there's any movie that you would, like, if you're the pick of DC film, to show someone to say that best represents, like, what DC films are, especially this date, especially if this is the route that the films are going, then definitely Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn calling Birds of Prey, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um... Who's your MVP? MVP? Wait, what? Who's your My, MVP of the movie? Who's your who's, who, who, who do you think stands out as like the best person of the movie I, I, character? I, I, Besides Harley Quinn, because that's a doll. Ooh, because I was going to say Harley Quinn. Well, but, yeah, I, I had that on there. I, I put on my notes Marley Quinn, or Harley Quinn, <laughs> and then I put doll. Um, um, I... Couldn't choose Harley Quinn. Probably Rome. Roman? You yeah. McGregor? Roman, yeah. Rome. Rome. I'm going to go with... Uh, God, it's tough. Because I actually wrote in here as my runner-up. Uh, I'm Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Huntress. Mm-hmm. But you and McGregor, he's got a case. He really does. He's got a case. Uh, you and McGregor, let's do it. Yeah, MVP, absolutely. Roman Sinus? Yeah, I know. I knew that. Black Mask. Anywho, uh, what is your most rewatchable moment of the film? Harley Quinn driving into the gas tank and it exploding. Nice, nice. I remember when I reviewed this movie back in February, I actually like took time to focus on that scene because it's just the colors and the setup mm-hmm. and everything. It's 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 a good scene, really good scene. For me, it's the sequence when Harley breaks Cassandra out of prison. Everything from the opening when she comes in with the the the, the color bombs to the jail cell that gets where she's fighting the prisoners in the rain to that Halsey track to her versus the, um, the bikers with the help of some powder 
not gonna get into that, but it's it's that whole sequence is uh yeah, movies <laughs> colorful and other DC films it's used to being dark and this one has like a lot of style and color and not that dark oh, oh yeah it's so colorful I love the colors in this movie it's very very colorful it's Harley Quinn it's Harley Quinn's movie she's I was gonna say especially if you're a fan of like neon bright pink and blue like this is your movie if you're a fan of those two colors then boy do we have a movie for you <laughs> um Let's give this film some star power. So, based on my five-star rating, what do you give this film's final score? Uh, 4.5 or a 5. You gotta pick one. Okay, then 4.5. 4.5, right. Because no film is perfect. Mm -hmm. I have, like, personally, like, five or there's there's probably no more than 10 movies i would consider perfect fives Mm -hmm. which i'm saying this right now if you go to my letterbox account i probably have like 20 out of five stars but in reality i probably if i had to rate them seriously they wouldn't be that high but yeah um so if anyone watches or pays attention to my letterbox because i definitely have one uh then yeah um fives go across sometimes it's just, um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of movies. But no, seriously, my final star rating for this, I give it four. If you look at my letterbox, that's what I gave it there. So I'm carrying on with that tradition. It stays, it stays at a four for me. Um, and that is that. Uh, next month, next week, sorry, next week, the next film... We're going to be taking a look at 1992's Reservoir Dogs from Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to thought about this one long and hard. And I really wanted to get you into some more like more heavy, heavy directors, some more of the heavy hitters um, that I mentioned last week. Um, and Tarantino's definitely one, although I would argue you're not ready for some of them quite yet um yeah reservoir dogs is 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 a good starting point it's a good jump off point for him and it's his first film too so next next time next week we're gonna sit down and watch reservoir dogs and record a little podcast on it so that'll be that um yeah See everything cool coming up this week? Mm-hmm. Nah. Nope, 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 nope. Me neither. So, rather than boring everyone to death. Oh, 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 oh. Crap, before I forget. Double feature pairing. What do you got? Uh, I'd say the Joker. The new one that just came out. Joker? Why? Because... It's just about the Joker, and it's about him, like, how he started and how he became the Joker. And um, Birds of Prey is like that in the beginning, but at the same time, it's just about Harley Quinn. Maybe, like, a group, but that's because Harley Quinn's always with the group. She's I don't think it's the same... It's not supposed to be the same Joker, either. Yeah, it's definitely a different Joker, but still... Yeah, I know. I know, I know. Um... 
my double feature pairing is a little film called Kick Ass. I figured going going with the um the wild, zany, hardcore, violent, heavy hitting, like action stylistic DC comic not DC, but comic book movie in general. Um, yeah, kick ass. It's it's a no brainer. Um I the movie came out ten years ago. Yeah, ten years now. Have you seen Kick Ass yet? No. No. It's good. I wanted to be uh I wanted to do uh you and me for Halloween for years as a hit girl and uh big daddy, but just never came to fruition after all these years. Kinda missed that mark now and you're going on thirteen, so <clears throat> All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything you want to bring to the table? No? Shrugging your shoulders? You're not as talkative as you were last week. No? Nothing? That's because last week, it was my first time watching the movie. And then we went straight to doing it. We need to do that. We're doing that. No more of these movies that, you know, the, the concept of the show, the format is first time. First time. So we're going to get back with that. Last week was effective, obviously, because we did The Shining and right away we recorded the podcast. Next week, tune in for those who were underwhelmed by Madeline and her lack of conversation her, and her lack of words. Tune in next week. It'll be a complete 180. I can only promise you that. So, that being said, next week, you, me, Reservoir Dogs, Quentin Tarantino, 1992. This has been the Mad Dad Movie Review. (laughs) Try that again. (laughs) What? All right. Oh. Uh, Go. Yes, sir. And I'm dead. This has been Bad Dad Movie Review. <laughs> Alright, guys, take care. <laughs>